Welcome to the Leadership Forum. We call this the Leadership Forum. Where we discuss leaders and followers. It's not a political trick. This episode is a repeat of the live session that happens on Monday's mid-morning show with Ombo Imboru. The Leadership Forum. Leadership Forum, only on Hope FM. Listen and live. All right, so we get back to where we left it. And with us is Bishop David Oginde. We've got to conclude something that we began. So at the beginning of, of the year, we did begin something around the characters of Christmas, the Christmas story in, in terms of leadership. What a great thing that was. And we've done quite a few. We've done quite a few. I was thinking that today we could finish up that list of people. We talked about Mary. We talked about Joseph. Uh, we talked about Herod. Yes, we talked about the Magi. And I think that's it. That, that's what we've talked about. So we were yet to talk about Simeon and Anna. We did talk about the innkeeper. We talked point. about the innkeeper. Yes. Yeah. So uh, very, very uh, interesting when we started looking at these characters around the cross, uh, not the cross, around Christmas. That's called the talk, Normally uh, we talk about characters around the, the cross. cross. <laughs> Which are characters around the manger. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and looking at them from a leadership perspective, yes. like you say, it, uh, it was an interesting uh, discussion. But very. we have been away for a while. I'm sorry about that. Uh, so... There were this, this Hannah and Simeon, oh, not Hannah, Anna. Anna, yes. Anna, without mm. an H. Yes. Uh, Hannah is in the Old Testament, mother of Samuel. But Anna in the New Testament is an interesting character. Before Anna, there's Simeon. And uh, uh, the Bible talks about them almost at the same time. Actually, uh, the story of Simeon in one of the places is found in Luke chapter 2. And uh, verse which one? 25. There was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon. He was a righteous, was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he has seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, now you may dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and a glory to your people, Israel. You know? Yes. And Simeon then blesses Mary and so on. Then in verse 36, mm-hmm. there's another, the story continues, and he said, there was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after marriage. And then she was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who are looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. 
very similar stories around Christmas. So there's Simeon and there's Anna, and their common thing is that they were both waiting for the salvation of Israel. And when this child is brought to the temple, somehow they recognize that this is it. This is what we have been waiting, waiting for. for. And Simeon is very dramatic about it. He's, the first thing he says in his prayer, Sovereign Lord, as you promised, now let your servant depart, depart. in peace. Who prays that kind of a prayer? <laughs> you know? Mm. Now let me just go. Before he even says why. He, mm. Then after that, now he explains why he now wants to go. But the first thing is that, Lord, I am ready to go. I'm done. I'm finished. Why? Because my eyes have seen the salvation, salvation of the Lord, which you prepared for your people. A light revelation to the Gentiles. So looking at this from now, a leadership perspective, what can we learn from this lady and gentleman? One of the things that strikes me about these two is that they had a vision, a vision that took very long, but that they waited for patiently. I call it a resilient vision. One of the most difficult things in leadership is to pursue a vision to its logical conclusion. Many of us have dreams, dreams of great things that we want to do, a vision of how life can be different, a vision of how where our business could go, a, a, a vision of what an organization could do. But as we go about our leadership journey, visions tend to get blurred, you know, and people begin to lose vision. And the Bible says, where there is no vision, people lose Very restraint. Rich. Oh, yes. That's the NIV. Mm -hmm. Or people are destroyed. So this thing called vision is so significant in leadership, mm -hmm. is so important uh, in leadership, that one must have it always before their eyes. What are we about? What am I about? What is this organization about? What is this country about? And we sometimes articulate that vision very, very well, and sometimes even write it down. But the pursuit of it is a problem. To, to consistently, to be consistent, to be focused, uh, and to pursue it to the end. And these two gentlemen, uh, no, not two gentlemen, this lady and gentleman, this man and woman, demonstrates for us what that would look like. Simeon is waiting for the salvation of Israel until he is an old man, but he is focused, this is what I want to see. This is what I want to see. This may this happen in my lifetime. It is the same for Anna. The Bible says she was praying day and night in the temple waiting for the salvation of Israel. So that when now they see it, 
when they see this baby, it gets revealed to them that this is what we have been waiting for. This is the fulfillment of the dream that we have been waiting for. And Simeon says, me, I'm now ready to go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I'm finished. I'm done my work. Mm. Uh, so two things that come out from that. Maybe not two. Let me, let me point out five things that I pick out of this. Number one is, as I say, resilient vision. A vision that stays the course and does not give up because of change of circumstances or delay in the fulfillment of a dream. Resilience and focus. The second is what I call strategic positioning. These people somehow believed that if we stay at the temple of God, we will see the salvation of the Lord when it happens. So they, they, they stayed there. Anna's day and night, she's praying there. I don't know whether she lived there, but the Bible says she, she was there day and night. Day and night means you are living there, literally. Mm. Um, Simeon, we are not saying that she, he stayed there, but he, he, it looks like he came to the temple with that anticipation that he might see something, he may hear something, he, you know, that may just say this, it has now happened. And so anytime he came to church, if we put it in today's language, he was expectant mm. and he knew that this is where it would happen. So he was strategically positioned. So when Jesus is brought to the temple, the baby Jesus is brought to the temple, both uh, Simeon and Anna are just like, this is it. This is what we have been waiting for. And Sometimes we can be very resilient in our leadership and in, in our pursuing of our vision. But sometimes we are not aware when it is happening. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, it, it is, uh, in fact, I've gone to the third one. But we are not in the right place. First of all, let me say we are not in the right place where it is happening. So you just hear, hey, there was this opportunity here and... Uh, it has passed. I said, that's what we have been waiting for. That's the opportunity we have been waiting for. Yeah, there were these people who were doing this and the other, and they were looking for, and they're like, yeah, but that's what we have been waiting for. But it has passed because you are not at the... We that. weren't there. You weren't there at the right time. You are not at the right place. But the third one is the insight, which is what I really wanted to also talk about. Insight, knowing that this is it. Mm. This is it. Yes, this is huge. Many, many innovators and great people who have had impact in society are people who have known the times. People who have known that this is the right time for this. And they have taken advantage, they have stepped into space uh, when people are wondering, what is that about? You know, what is this all about? But something in their minds tells them that this is the future. This is where the world is going. And therefore, I need to position myself so that we are where the world is going. 
many of us are what we call the laggards, you know, the, the people who come during the train when it has mm. left, <laughs> you know. And so you just hear things are happening and the f people who joined first and realized this is happening and got into that space, they are the ones who have breakthroughs. They are the ones who will now say things that you could have sold yourself. They will uh, have taken the opportunity when it happens. This is Anna and Simeon. They were right there. And when they saw this baby, they had the insight. They had the insight to know that this question. is the one. My hand is up. Your hand is question. up for yes. a question. As you can see, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ask the question. I think it's, 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 uh, it's nearly obvious how the positioning, yes. being in the temple, Yes. Being in the temple, one can just decide I'll stay here. Yes. Being resilient, yes, one knows how to do that. Exactly how do you ensure that you will know the thing when you see it? Insight. Yes. How does one get insight? insight. Very good question. I think we have talked about it here before. What did we if say? If you might remember. <laughs> Remind me. I think we talked about it. When we talked With about the sons this, of Isaka. this thing called sixth sense. Do you remember? Yes. Discussing something yes, we like have. a sixth yes, sense. Yes, yes, we have. Which we said previously was not an acceptable decision-making premise. Yes. But has now been accepted as uh, an, uh, a legitimate yes. premise for making decisions. This is where insight falls. It is not something you learn from school. It is not, but it is, it is a, a skill that can be developed. It comes from an inquisitive mind. It comes from alertness. But more importantly, it comes from our human part called the spirit. And I think I did mention here that I was doing a study on, uh, on, 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 on this. We are body, soul, and spirit. Now, the, the, the body part in terms of decision-making is where we put the mind. So it makes rational uh, decisions. The soul is where our feelings are, it makes emotional decisions. The spirit is which we got from God when the Bible said, and he breathed his spirit and became a living being, mm -hmm. you know? So we have the spirit, whether we are born again or not, we have the spirit in us. This is what connects us with God. It connects us with the supernatural. So if you are uh, 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 a Christian, it connects you with God. If you are not a Christian, it connects you with the spiritual world and it could go either way, you know. It could connect you with the wrong part of the spiritual world. But this is where insight comes from. It is revealed, like we are told here, and the Spirit revealed yes. to them, both to Anna and to Simeon. And to Simeon. Yes. Yeah. It was revealed to them. 
So that requires that you are in touch with God, that you are in touch with the Spirit. Because that is will tell you, and, and somebody may just say, I feel it's time for us to move. I feel this is the direction we need to go. Let me give a personal example. Mm-hmm. While Bishop of Sitam, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I sensed in my spirit that the media and the, the, the cyberspace is the future of the church. And therefore, if we are going to have impact as a church in the long term, we must get into media and we must get into the cyberspace. We must be on the internet. That's where the future of the church is. I shared this with our leadership, with our pastors, and some bought, some did not buy. And uh, But eventually, we agreed this is the direction to go. That's how we started Hope TV. And much earlier, we started Hope FM. But Hope TV really was a big battle because it's a very expensive exercise and people are like all this money we are going to use to set up a tv station why don't we use it to expand church i'm like the church of the future is in the media is not in the four walls so we eventually agreed and started hope tv but then to get into cyberspace we said we must also have a presence in that space. That's how we started Sitam Church online. At the time, it looked like, uh, by the way, until COVID <laughs> came. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you are laughing because you know. Yes. Until COVID came. And then. And then. Thank God. Hope TV <laughs> became the center of the, our ministry. Yeah. The center mm. of our ministry. Sitam Church Online was the center of our ministry. And our transition after the closure of churches was seamless, was simple. I think we were among the few churches in this country that went almost seamlessly. Mm, the infrastructure was there. Well, the infrastructure was yes. there. Did we know that the churches would be closed? No. No. <laughs> you know? In fact, I had preached that January in, 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 in uh, Addis, and I had said there, selling this same idea uh, in January, that I see a time in future when our church in Valley Road might be closed. And I said, it may not be in my lifetime, but uh, I, I see that. And only those people who will be in the cyberspace uh, survive. will survive. Two months later, Valley Road was closed. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. And the people who survived were the people who were in, in cyberspace. How did that come? I would say the spirit revealing. All right. That's how you get insight. And, right. and this is what this gentleman and lady called Simeon and Anna uh, were at from a leadership perspective. They were able to see what other people, how many people are in the temple? In their thousands. But they didn't see Jesus. No. They just saw another baby dedication. Yeah. 
Yeah. The routine of now, today we have so many babies. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have baby so-and-so brought Jesus is here with uh, just the mother, Mary and Joseph. Please bring your child. Uh, so-and-so is also here with their baby. Bring your child and so-and-so is here. And, and babies were being dedicated. But Simeon are saying, so, hey, there's a baby here. <laughs> there's a baby here who is not just a baby. Yes. My eyes have just have seen, seen the salvation, salvation I have been Lord. waiting for. Yes. Wow. Amazing. Bishop. The fourth one. I, shall we do the oh, fourth? Oh, we finished. The fourth and the fifth. The uh, and it's, the fifth. That, it's that we, we really uh, must wrap up a little bit differently today. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Let I me just say. Five minutes, yeah. The, the, uh, let me just Number say. Number four. Yes. Number four yes. is focused. 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 It's related to insight, but it's the ability to see where the future is going. That's what both Simeon and Anna say, this baby will be. Mm -hmm. Now it's a baby. But, but will, will be. be. Yes. For the rising and for yes. the falling so, of many. So ah. A leader needs to see what may be looking small now. Yes. Will be. Will be. be. <laughs> Ooh. Yes what it will be, and communicate it to your members. Then the last one is what I call a satisfied exit. A satisfied exit. He says, now, now. let your servant depart. I'm, satisfied. I'm oh, satisfied. Isn't that nice? I've, I've done what I wanted to do. Yeah. That's a leadership trait that many leaders don't have. To reach that place where you know you have done your part. Yes. You have played your role. You have finished the race, like Paul puts it. You find it, it is said, David, after he had served the Lord, in his, he was gathered to his fathers. Paul says, I have fought a good fight. I've finished the race. I kept the faith. Join us next week, same time, for another episode of the, the Leadership, Leadership Forum. Forum.